Friday, everyone. Welcome back to the Anytime Notebook. Uh, we're back on a Friday after a week off. Me, Gavin Horsell, at G Horsell on Twitter. Joining me as always, Set Piece Hero, former data analyst for Sporting Risk, John. John, welcome back. Uh, did you enjoy your week off? <laughs> I did, mate. How are you? All right? Do you have a good week? I, I, I did have a good week. I was away. Uh, my, my week in um, Disneyland was, um, was greatly enhanced by uh, the text from you on a midweek night of finally getting Harvey Rogers over the line <sighs> as I was stood in the queue for the Haunted Mansion, just frantically scrolling through my phone. I think uh, I didn't notice anyone else doing it. But, but hey, John, we, we, had a week, we had a week off and we managed to turn, you know, once maligned individuals into prolific goal scorers. We've managed to get, in the week we've been away, what we had, Sam Hughes, Harvey Rogers, Twice for Harvey. Twice, Twice for Harvey. For Harvey. Yeah. With Jacob Greaves finally yeah. gets his long-awaited opener for Hull without a penny on from me. Well, yeah, um, 180 games too late for me. <laughs> we, we, we shall pick it. We shall pick up his story again in around another 170 games that's, when, that's we right, yeah. when we know he's due. Um, Cyrus Christie has become prolific. Um, I think we could, way back in the day, we had Ryan Leak was on our list as well, didn't he? I think he scored for um, Salford, where he's at now as well. But it was a, it was that kind of week away. Right? Thankfully, you stepped in last week, popped a little post on the uh, on the website, and we did get a winner over the line in um, Mr. Farino Joseph for, for Wickham, who's the man of the moment, um, but a decent header to um, to uh, to earn a point for Wickham, I think. So yeah, well done on that from me and all our astute listeners as well, John. Um, Thank you. Yeah, about about time, really. Um, it's just another example, really, where I put up two, and Liam Kitchen was a lot more effective in the game, and if you like, deserved to score a goal. And Freno Joseph had one chance and scored. So, <laughs> as we always say, you know, you, you need that luck on your side. But the uh, I must admit, the, uh, the the sight of Harvey Rogers scoring twice in a week. Uh, if this game hasn't driven you mad already, that will. Okay, that, is, uh, that was a decent header. The one I saw, oh, uh, absolute cracker! Week. That the header, the header of a of a bloke who was used to doing that and that score. You know, yeah. not not just you know. Uh, at least I don't have to send you any more interviews where he says uh, when the bloke asks him if he's if he's ever going to score again. Which I've sent you, I've sent you about ten of them in the last six months. He, he's off the list. Uh, he's off the list. Yeah. Though, um, yeah, perhaps some more Accrington are on my positive list for for League One. Um, they're still yeah. there. Astley actually. Um, your your new friend was it Doug Tharm as well he had a couple of chances in midweek as well didn't he so Atkinson oh, yeah. seemed like a, a side to um, to keep on side uh, we were going to do things uh, the, the FA Cup has ruined the momentum a little bit um, good for those smaller teams that are involved but just the championship for us to look at John we were going to take the opportunity this week just to well, almost, almost talk a bit about the championship, but also kind of build a stable for November, right? Just talk a bit about who's on our lists, where we're looking, perhaps some positives and some negatives for people to keep in mind over the next four weeks as we as we build up to to a World Cup and, and Christmas. Um, sounds like a good place to start. Should we, should we start off in the championship and kind of your thoughts and, and kind of what's going on and, and what might be players to watch or teams to oppose? Yes, mate. I've got a couple of players that I've got my on. Uh, the first one, this is a bit freaky, really. I, I sent you this email on Wednesday night, uh, 30 seconds before he scored for Rotherham he against Burnley. 
<laughs> so it's taken the shine off it a little bit. And a lot of what I've written here is no longer relevant, but the price should be. Um, it's Ben Wiles for Rotherham. Uh, before Wednesday night, when he did notch, as I said, he's, he had an XG of just over two this season. Uh, quite, he's a midfielder, quite quite varied output in most games. And his price um, was starting to drift. Uh, he was a big prize against Burnley, but that was because of the match odds. Uh, he, I just noted him really because he got nine last season. Okay, that's in League One and in a challenging team, etc. Uh, but I think he can get to three or four this season. So I've, I've got my eye on him. Whether the price remains, I'm not sure. Um, the, the other one I've got is someone I managed to get injured a few weeks ago, Murray Wallace, um, who actually came back in midweek against Birmingham. Uh, two, three weeks ahead of schedule uh, just shows what a good pro he is. Uh, there's a lot of reports saying that he would be out till after the World Cup and he's, he's back already. Um, you know, it's the case we've already made with him. He's just a regular contributor, uh, scored quite a few last season. Good set piece team. If he plays the rest of the season, he doesn't get at least two. I give up and I will um, not mention anyone ever again. That'll probably that'll probably go against me. Um, but I just think he also noted that when he came back, I mean, wasn't interested against Birmingham because they're very solid. But he was the biggest price of anyone again, which he had started to be nibbled in after we put him up uh, in the next couple of games. So. It, it, that's an angle that I'm going to mention with a couple other players in the other leagues. When you get players that are injured, if they're out for more than three or four weeks, I tend to find when they come back, they almost always come back a bigger price. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. It's probably because they don't register XG for a few weeks and the automated people who use the XG don't don't always correlate that they haven't actually been playing. So that, that's a little angle to keep an eye out for anyone really. I, interesting you say that because I was looking at uh, West Brom this week and Carl Bartley, who was, well, he's the, the time yeah, at the one. end of Steve Bruce's era. He, he come in for particular criticism, didn't he? But he's, he's back in the side. He had a suspension as well. But a player that's probably going off. I, I was surprised at the prices I saw him going off this weekend, kind of around the 20 to 1 mark. But yeah, he's what played four games in, what, two months. But you're right, he, he goes off the... <laughs> He's not playing. His XG goes down, obviously. But um, but yeah, it could be another. Yeah, another I, I think that's. I think that's actually. I've never. I probably have thought about it in my head, but until I started making these notes, I've never really actually <laughs> thought about it and written it down because it's probably one of the few angles left from that point of view of if the player disappears for a few weeks for whatever reason. Um, as as we know, a lot of the firms mm. use the um use the XG automation and the positioning automation. Well, if they're not registering anything, then they're, they're going to drift out, aren't they? It makes sense. So. That's it. Or they just know the types of mugs that are going to back them and they just push them out as yeah, far as they want because they, uh, they know we're not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to back a winner. Um, Correct. More likely to be fair. <laughs> more likely. Uh, the championship for me, I thought. I think going through all of the divisions, there's the usual suspects that we all know. I still think Watford are, are under the radar for a, for a negative side. Another half a goal XG conceded from set pieces um, uh, in midweek. Uh, what was the kit prey, wasn't it, for um, Cardiff? Yeah. yeah, another free header, just completely free header, what eight yards out and, uh, and knocked it in. I think Watford are you know half a goal XG in their last four each of the games. Just, we, we mentioned it up on a pod a couple of weeks ago 
I still think they're, you know, a higher profile team within the table, but not sure markets have quite adjusted to some set piece vulnerabilities. Um, we play Watford this weekend. I thought Panzo's still on my list. I thought the 33s for Cov on Saturday was was good, but, you know, Doyle or, or, or Rose, any of those that, that pose a threat from set pieces for Cov. I mentioned West Brom there. I think good numbers the last two. It's interesting because Huddersfield were a half-decent set-piece side, weren't they, under Corberan, the Lees, Pierce, yeah, so and Colwell. Yeah, spot that, yeah. I wonder whether it's only a, obviously a real small sample size, but definitely kind of Bartley and O'Shea when we're just, I don't know we both do, we're just you know looking at each of the games and just creating little tally charts of headers and shots off, off set-pieces and Bartley and O'Shea definitely kind of back on the radar. Um interestingly West Brom play QPR I think this weekend Leon Balogun was another one on my list too um, for QPR he's had a, a good October four consecutive games with um, with chances and he had a goal against Wigan as well there'll be um, a shame that they're both playing each other this weekend that was, that was the extent of my championship thoughts really but continues to be a, a division to um, uh, to target you mentioned Millwall there they, they you know those types of teams that we know they're strong from set pieces are, um, will continue to be on the list. Um, anything yeah, and else? What about what about um, well Swansea? We mention them every week, but they um, they got a they registered a point six one set play xg against Preston, which is mm. very difficult to do. It's it, um, it, 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 I don't know whether you're looking at it. It all seems like Harry Darling at the moment. Who, yeah, that's that's the thing. He's yeah. very very short now, darling. Cabango's shortening up as well. So this weekend they had a quick. I don't know if he'll play because he dropped out the last couple of games. But the first ever pick I made on the pod this season, Nathan Wood Gordon, I might have yeah. a little data if if he starts. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that that was impressive against Preston. Yeah, I think that's on my notes. Looking through through them here, it's um, Cabango's getting the odd chance, but it's definitely most of the stuff is falling to to Darling, which is a shame. You know, we know Darling yeah. poses multiple threats, I guess. And uh, but yeah, Swansea, Swansea still on still on the list. And um, I'm wondering whether Darling will play though because he made a horrible horrible error for the yes. goal. Um, yeah, and last time he did that, they took him out for it a few games. So they did. Um, that's one to keep an eye on. Indeed. Uh, what about League One? Anything? Um, anything there for um, us? Teeth into. Yeah, here's a here's a familiar name that we've not mentioned for a, a fair while. Uh, Matthew Pennington for Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he's been injured for the last few games. Uh, he's got a XG for the season of round about his goal return, which is two, which is very fair. Uh, all of a sudden, he's a bigger price than Dunkley this weekend in the FA Cup. Um, now. He should never be a bigger price than Dunkley on his record, on his on, on anything really since he's been at Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, D- Dunkley's a decent threat and he, he does pop up every now and then, but this is the first time, not that I've monitored it every week, but this is the first time I've noticed that he's a bigger price than Dunkley for a game. Uh, again, it's because he's been out injured. So he, he's one I'll definitely be looking at over the next few weeks. Um, there's definitely an opportunity with him. Uh, a similar case again, and uh, we well we do love a veteran. Uh, he's not quite well. He's similar to Rory McArdle, but at a higher level. Uh, it's, it's Michael Morrison. There you go. We, oh uh, yeah. They, they didn't think we'd get he'd get a mention ever again, did you? Um, <laughs> Return yeah, off. So, uh, yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Sean Raggett came off against Oxford recently. Um, 
don't think it's any major, but it seems to be an ongoing problem. So I'm wondering if it, Morrison might get a small run of starts in the weeks did, ahead. You know, I did see that. Didn't he? Hasn't he come on at half time in each of the last couple of games? They kind of feel like I'm trying to. That's right. To yeah, yeah um, I remember. I remember thinking that looked a bit odd. Yeah, it's almost. A, uh, yeah, it's a strange odd. change, unless it's a. a but you know, he's, as I'm sure people that listen to this know, he's a very, he's been a very capable scorer over the years with a similar record every club he's been at. Um, judging by the prices again, just looking at the cup this weekend, he's he suddenly doubled the price of our old friend Connor Ogaville or yeah. Ogaville, um, which isn't really, uh, it's right over the last couple of, last season or two, but Morrison's hardly played really. And considering the number of minutes he's played this season, his XG is actually okay. Uh, Morrison, mm-hmm. so again, you've got to wait for teams because he he's not gonna he's not gonna play a lot this season. I wouldn't think in the league, but if he does, he's one on keeping a half an eye on anyway. It's a it's a tough old betting heat those early FA Cup games, aren't they? There's, I just looking through, yeah, just speaking. I don't like them really, but nah, you you uh, not always do they. The teams that you want will have the starting eleven that you think, and they're always like. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something psychological, isn't there, about backing someone at twenty five to one and then still thinking they're a bit of value against some non league outfit at nines or nines or tens to one. You probably still think they are, but you can't bring yourself to to, to back it. And you didn't like right. said you got to wait for team news anyway. But um, I haven't had a I haven't had a big look. I'm surprised. They probably it looks like there's more firms priced up than I thought there would be. Actually, it's normally just a, yeah. I was surprised at that. It's pretty much everyone, which yeah. doesn't normally happen. Um, I'm not really sure why that is. If any, over the last few years, it's everything's got lesser, hasn't it? Mm. Apart from that, so not sure what's happened there. Um, league one for me, it, it, it always seems the the league with the biggest opposing list. You know, Morecambe probably yeah. top and top of that. Do you see um, your man cashing for Derby had another <laughs> hat full oh, of chances, he, didn't he, in the week as well yes. against 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 Morecambe? Yeah, he doesn't feel like he'll be. He's um, he's, def- he's definitely due. I mean, he, he didn't do anything wrong, really. He, I think that like uh, was it four chances? I think he was. Yeah, um, yeah. Good, good XG. Uh, everything you could ask for. He was sixteen to one, which is ridiculous. I had quite a big play actually on him, to be honest. Um, and it's just one of those where you just, you know, you just take it. You shake. You, you, you know, you've had a good bet there. There's not really any debate about it. But you, you know, you're not getting paid out. But I'm sure he'll come soon because he's actually. There's not really anyone else there who's who's winning any any of the balls from the set pieces. So that's quite quite interesting. Um, I, I thought uh, similar to Watford. Then I, I kind of tried to have a look at teams that were under the radar, that weren't necessarily, you know, top of the analyst lists and uh, for, for for set piece conceded. I thought Lincoln were probably my number one team there. Um, they don't stick out on the data, but midweek against Accrington, you know, Messers, Rogers, and we talked about Doug Farm as well. They were both a handful. That and a consistent run of games for Lincoln that where they're not might not be many centre half scoring, but they're consistently conceded from from set pieces. Accrington, you know, like I said, on the on the positive list for me, Rogers, Astley, Tharm now as well. You've got, you know, you've got a, yep. a big threat there of people that are finding their Astley was the one for me. Said, oh, that was the that was the annoying thing. You know, you've got to you've got to try and pick a winner, you've got to try and pick the white the right one and, and Astley was the one for last week instead of Rogers. But hey, what can you, what can uh, you do? We're we're never gonna give up on Astley though, are we? 
we are never ever going to give up that's what he says uh, Burton that's as well funny. I thought were, were, yeah, well done well done uh, Burton was showing some good numbers as well you've got um, Hughes there who's finally got over the line and I think I mentioned on the on a blog post a couple of weeks ago about um, Mariapa as well who was, uh, was getting on yes. a few as well that's um, Mariapa's an interesting one because I, I looked at him and uh, can't remember when it was but and then he was a lot shorter priced than Hughes um now, Mariapa's hardly got any career record, but how do you view it when, over, not most of it, but a hell of a lot of that is at a higher level, isn't it? Uh, uh, it is, well, yeah. A big chunk of it. Yeah, Watford and Palace, wasn't it, that he was... He but was. Do, do, you take the, do you take the view that the, the centre-half either scores that, or they don't, or whatever the level, it's not the same as strikers, is it? Um, as opposed, yeah, instead of... Too much stock being put in, like going down yeah. in class. Yeah, probably. Um, but but then again, Mariapa has been a player for memory. He's played a lot of twenty minutes here in the Premier League, isn't he? And half an hour there, so it's probably not fair anyway to compare. Yeah, I, want, I wonder whether it's like just that initial. If you pick up a bit of XG in those initial first initial games, he's only he's only started a handful of games, hasn't he, for for Burn. I wonder whether that's just enough yeah. to scare people off and go a bit layers go a bit defensive too soon, I guess, before they probably get a, a sample size to, to 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 land on a price. But but yeah, one yeah, to one to watch for for players. Probably the player. I think we both think most due across all three divisions is is Caleb Taylor for for Cheltenham. Looks properly settled now. I'll put in my notes here. Look, if he, I can't remember who Cheltenham I got this weekend. He looks like a two plus waiting to happen for me. It's more than just the odd chance here or there. It's two or three consistently each game, you know, dominating from 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 set yeah. pieces and long throws. And he feels like uh, he feels like the next one on the list to 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 get off the um to get off the zero mark. I'm pretty sure he's. Uh, and when he does, we could be we could be in for a pretty pretty long one of him of him scoring goals. So yeah, I might have actually. I haven't had a look too deeply at the FA Cup this weekend, but that could be a if he starts, that could be a a two plus option. Um, Elliot Moore was the other name on the list as well. You got Oxford's on a short little unbeaten run, aren't they? Um, Coincided with a few players coming back from injury, but but more as he always tended to do, but he hasn't done much this season. Just popping up with, you know, on a few chances and um, you know, a, a, an old name from the notebook, and he could be one to to hit the ground in the next few weeks as well. But yeah, interesting League One. It's a I mean, lots of teams. What, pri- what price would you um? What price would you like Calab Taylor two plus Cheltenham play? Uh, Aval Church, I think it is Alv Church. Uh, look at looking at looking at the prices here. I would say would two like? plus. I would love 175s. Uh, but I bet it's 80s, can, 90s. Uh, no, you can get 125s. Oh, okay. There's only only two firms up, but yeah. So just thought I'd look at that while you get on, get on, because it won't be there for long. (laughs) (laughs) Once this podcast finishes, until until they push it. uh, When you see what firm it is, they will be they will be pushing it out by the time we publish. (laughs) There we go. I I, I thought we'd managed to get through today without having a you know a big Saturday 
punt gamble that we can we can all get behind. But there it is. Turns out Caleb Taylor two plus for lowly Alf Church. Um, yeah, they don't know what's coming. Good luck, Caleb Taylor. Uh, what about League Two? We'll finish off League Two, John. Anything in there? Uh, yeah, this is. I struggled a little bit in this league um, to find anything major other other than what we know. Like like you said earlier, uh, Stephen McLaughlin for Mansfield. Um, now he's still short priced because he's still priced up like he's the penalty taker, which he isn't anymore. Uh, Jordan Bowery took one recently and scored, and McLaughlin missed one earlier in the season. Um, but he's still getting quite decent. Uh, open play threat, which he always is. Uh, at the moment, as I say, he's still priced like the penalty taker, but that, that'll change in time. So I'm keeping an eye on him. And just as a team, uh, Colchester managed to ship three against Barrow last weekend. Mm. I don't know if you've seen them, but they were, there was absolutely nothing special about any of them. Um, hate to say it after I put him up early in the season, but Luke Chambers is looking his age. Um, oh. Lot, sorry about that, Luke, uh, if, if you're listening. Um, he, he lost the physical battle against uh, Billy Walters, who scored all three, but he looked very, for, I think it was the second goal, he just didn't react at all and the ball just bounced across. Uh, they've got Tom Dallison, uh, shout out to Ross McIntosh there. He, he was on the bench, but I did a bit of reading and he was only on the bench for numbers. He was never going to come on because he's injured as well. Now, in the Cup this weekend, they, they face Newport, which I'll let you tee up in a minute. Yes. But yeah. we, we have, we've both noted over recent weeks, Newport have really been hammering the numbers, but struggled to find the name. But I think you've got one there, haven't you? Uh, it, it's the weekend for Priestley Farquharzen, who uh, I think, I hope I've said that right. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. If, if I haven't said it right, it feels like I'll be I'll be up for treason or something <laughs> yes, like that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it sounds, uh, I, I feel inclined to call him Lord something. But um, but yeah, seeing out the 90, you know, a handful of games last year, was I think we when we did men- when you did mention Newport a couple of weeks ago, we started, we we kind of landed on the fact that it was difficult to pick a set piece threat because a lot of them weren't and a lot of them were shorter because they're, they they carry portable threats but he, he certainly won he's seeing out the 90 in the last few games getting on the end of a few chances as well nice, nice little tie in there like you said with a bit of Colchester vulnerability and if you know Newport coming into a tiny bit of form Farquhar yeah, and there's the a, uh, I've got you another bet because he's 25's best price any time against go. Colchester so there you go um, yeah, it feels like a yeah na- nap bet material. Yeah, I um yeah, I um usual suspects again. If I'm looking for, for teams to oppose in in D two, Wimbledon, who were suspect again in midweek, weren't they? Hartlepool, um, Northampton, Northampton are my side. Who are you know honestly got nothing against Northampton, but I tend to try and oppose them in in most things. But they gave up another what half a goal against Stevenage um, another half a goal against Sutton with Kizzy and, and the crew um, create, creating plenty of chances uh, conceded almost a good, good link to the Newport selection actually New, Newport created almost a goal set piece XG as well against against Northampton um, I tried to avoid looking at the uh, the FA Cup although seeing how many firms are priced up now I might have a, have a closer look tonight but I, I couldn't resist um, 
they're playing Chesterfield this weekend. Tyrone Williams is, is looks like Chesterfield's biggest threat. I think he's got three goals already this season and, and plenty of chances coming his way. And because it's the FA Cup and because Chesterfield are non-league, uh, I think Tyrone Williams is about 35 to 1. So he's... Um, so my, my not having a bet on the FA Cup didn't last too long because he's already been back. So, so there we go. Uh, I, can, I can tell you've backed him because he's um, he's a sea of blue in, on the old... Uh, ah, there you go, you he's, see. Um, Top price seventeen to one now. With, well, uh, they 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 knew the, the, the you, uh, you've had you've had your monkey on, haven't you? At 30, at 35. <laughs> that's right. No no pressure, Tyrone. No, that's right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah don't yeah. worry, Tyrone. Um, and the only we mentioned Newport as a positive. The only the only other positive that I had I put him up in the in the blog post a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Tranmere and Dinell Simu continue to to press and be a threat and. Um, yeah, that, that's not a uh, Taylor in League One and Di, uh, Dinel Simu for for Tranmere in, in League Two. Feel like the the two players for me that are you know head and shoulders first names in the in the notebook over the over the next few weeks and um, and yeah they should 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 hopefully pay their way over the next uh, over the next month or two and get, put some money in the coffers for Christmas. Uh, John, any any, any other um, any other thoughts as we as we head into a an FA Cup Championship? weekend uh the only other one i just just wanted to mention a name that will get you shivering really um i was surprised that you haven't mentioned this is in the championship your your very old friend dara lenahan for middlesbrough oh yeah yeah yes considering they're playing bristol city who we we've gone on about enough didn't he but, yeah uh, yes what price is he going off at do you I, um, I I've got noted here, even allowing for Bristol City, I couldn't back him at 10 to 1 against anyone. So. I think that was it. I think he'll, I, I was... He'll score now. He popped up on the list a few weeks ago and I was I got all excited. And then uh, similar to you, yeah, I saw like 9, 10 to 1 and thought that's the end of that excitement. But if there's ever a good spot, facing Bristol City is the spot to be in. Right. Um, I think it's because he's one of those players. He, he seems to get... Um, some sort of output every single game. It's, it's yes. never that good, but he never goes away long enough for the price to go up. Um, he's a sea of blue as well this weekend. So there you go. I'll just check that. There you go. You see, people are, we're either predictable. I think that's what we probably are, right? That's what, that's what that sea of blue is telling us. Well, the only other option for Burrow was uh, someone I did like when he came onto the scene, but has gone completely dead was Dale Fry, but there's just been nothing Ooh, for yeah. ages. Yeah. Yeah, just 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 not done anything for a long time now. So, out of the frying pan into the fry, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, it's what podcasts do these days, right? There's funny puns and stuff everywhere. So I'm sure that's um, we're a bit too late to, on the party there. But uh, we'll get our pun game in fine fettle uh, in the next couple of weeks, John. Um, Good luck to uh, no. This time of year, I always say uh, no. Terrible luck to all of the minnows this weekend. I, I I like the FA Cup as a competition, but I despise FA Cup minnows. Um, we shall probably tune in tonight. What's the game on TV? To oh, Hereford tonight. Oh, mind you, Hereford have got a soft spot for Hereford, but um, um, I think it, I, I, I still can't get over Sutton beating Cov in the third round. What? <laughs> 35 quite years. A long time, quite a long time ago. That, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. if you're like, I th- we'll, we'll actually, we'll see it all tonight, won't we, with, with kind of Hereford. But you have, to, you have to keep putting up with like FA Cup giant killing. If you're on the receiving oh, yeah. end of it, yes, this time of year, all you ever see is, is you know, Sutton scoring a winner against us. And you think, well, where have they been for the last 
30 years but this time of year it just all comes it all comes um, rolling home to you but um but yes yeah, the thing the thing with it now in the last few years as well is you get you get like a league two side beating a championship reserve side at home and they're going mad about it you know massive <laughs> massive upset massive giant and it's not really <laughs> because yeah. yeah that's that's another thing what you've got you've got league one and league two where, you know that they are in theory the giants this weekend the reality is they're, they're yeah. nothing like giants, and they deserve as much good fortune as every single other team in, in this competition. But they get referees turning up, and oh, uh, you know, lowly what? Low, I'm just scrolling through Taunton Town. I mean, eight to one to beat MK Dons. You know, I mean, as if as if things couldn't get any worse for MK Dons, they got to sit there and now turn up to be the giants, ripe for a giant killing, and they'll get you know Taunton Town win, which very well could do. People who MK Dons have got more despair <laughs> just to look at before they you know can't even can't even have a bit of respite in between you know losing league games. But um, so yeah, I I do feel for our um for our League One and uh, League Two teams at, at this stage. They got nothing to nothing to win and everything to lose. Now, that felt a bit profound, John, didn't it? At the end of a yeah. podcast, we're we're the only podcast that loves everything League One and League Two and <laughs> yeah. hate, hates everything else apart from a, a bit of the champ. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Uh, John, should we leave it there? Uh, let's reconvene next week when we are back into uh, full slates, I think. And um, yeah, just before the championship. It, it will soon just be League One and League Two, which I'm very much looking forward to, right? Over the over the World Cup. Um, that will be. Yeah. Real football. Real football. Real, real football. Uh John, I'm struggling for a way to end this podcast. We'll get there eventually. Um, should we leave it there? <laughs> we were, we're going to, this is going to be our... Uh, we said, oh, we'll just do a quick episode. I think this is the longest one of the season. But we're... Uh, really? Yeah, th- that will do, mate. I think we're nearly there. Well done if you've got this far. Um, you deserve all the luck in the world. John, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thanks, mate. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm.